welcome to the Life in Her Perspective podcast, the show that will motivate you into living life as your true, authentic, and highest self. I'm your host, Kaylani. I'm a mama and wife who recently left her nine to five to live out my big dreams. As an entrepreneur, my goal is to give you my personal skill set in business and a couple of tips and tricks on life. I may not always have all of the answers, but I'm dedicated to help you get through. The importance of life and business is building a community because you don't have to go at it alone. So let's get started and go through it together right now. Hello, welcome, welcome, welcome to a live episode of Life in Her Perspective. Today we're going to be interviewing Miranda and I'm just going to go ahead and bring her on. Let's see. Ever done a a live segment here on Instagram that is also going to stream onto my podcast. And I am just so excited because for such a long time, I've really wanted to interview women in all industries. And here she is. There we go. Hi. I am good. So my day was a little, I was moving on trucks around today so i had to stop it to a friend's satellite office so i could do some do this live i'm here now no worries here you are you made it so i was just talking a little bit about how this is my very first time that i've ever done a live segment where i also am interviewing women um who are in in business and oh, wow. all kinds of like different industries so i'm super excited okay i'm gonna also go on to my podcast mm-hmm. And yeah. yes, girl, we're doing it up. So thank you for being my very first Great. victim, <laughs> my very first person. Um, so tell me a little bit about so yourself. I have been in the transportation industry for about 13 years now. Uh, I am a mother. I am a wife. I'm sure my, my daughters and will probably join. I have five daughters. Um, and, and yeah, and they're, <laughs> they're big girls now. Five girls, yeah. So obviously this is a very interesting field to be in. I have done a lot of different things from uh, real estate. That was kind of, that was my baby for a long time. And I did a lot of work where to help people financially to actually pay off bills that they can have. So women, single moms particularly, would be able to buy homes. And yes, I did that for a few years and then transportation kind of fell on my lap. So I'm here now. Okay. Here you are. So transportation, what is, like, can you just tell me what that is? Because when I heard transportation, the first thing that goes to mind for me is, like, I grew up in New York, right? So I'm thinking, like, subway, taxi, but we're not talking that transportation, right? So what kind of transportation are I'm talking about logistics, where that means where whatever comes from a boat, whatever comes from a train, from there, from a farm to the stores. So we are that in between where we're actually putting loads onto our tractor trailers or sometimes into containers to get them from the the shipyards or to the farms to your house. 
So that's really our job is to make sure that we keep going. That's why even when the pandemic happened, we didn't stop. We couldn't stop. People still need goods, and we have right. to keep working through that no matter what. Oh, my gosh. I love that because, honestly, like, you don't – when you think about mm -hmm. businesses and, like, all the types that are out there, you don't think of, like, right. we need people like you. We need you to continuously send out the goods, right, and bring them to the stores right. and transport them to and from wherever they're coming. And a vast majority of the things that we get here in the United States are coming exactly. from other countries, yeah. right? So right. they're so, so essential, so, so, so essential. Um, so in your industry and being a mom of yes. five girls are they different yeah so my oldest is 25 that's my baby she actually um works with the company as well and then i have a 22 year old nice. um who's amazing all my girls are amazing then i have another 19 year old and a 16 year old and a 12 year old so yeah nice yeah, yeah. So, so there's three years like, apart into the last they're one literally yeah. all going into the company <laughs> Yeah, right. Yeah. The last two yeah. are kind of separated a little bit. Um, when you decided to get into your industry, what was there something that just like paved the way for you? I know that you said it kind of fell on your lap, but what was it that really stood out to you being a woman and like what made you take so that? The funny thing is, is, I actually was interested in trucking back in, I think, right after high school. I had my daughter really young. I had my daughter when I was 16. So by the time I graduated, I wanted to make money now. I didn't have the time to just say, I'm going to just find a job or whatever, just to make $12 an hour, if that, back then. So I wanted to actually have a career. And I, there was a school called NEI. And NEI offered two programs. One was electronics and one was transportation, was trucking to learn to get your CDL. When I went up to the the school, I was pretty much told right then and there that you're not going to be in a drive truck. Like, that's for men. That's a hard job. It's You're going to be away from your kids. You cannot do that. So I went to school for electronics. I chose the electronics. And I was the, I was one of two girls in my class. I think it was like 10 men in there. So I just stayed in there. I was like, okay, I'm going to go to school for electronics. So that kind of ended it for me. Years later, I had cousins and I had friends that did male, male friends, of course, who had their CDL. And I was always a little little jealous. Like, I was like, I wanted that, but right. I never did it. And it wasn't until my husband started driving truck. And I was like, I kind of was like, oh, you should do it again. Not thinking of myself. It was like, you should go do it. And he did. He did very well. And one day, I'm, I'm, ladies, if you're listening, you'll know. He talked back. <laughs> <laughs> he said something I didn't like it and I go I'm gonna go get my CDL and I went to school I think it was like a month later I went and got my CDL because I just I did not like a feeling that someone could take something away or not that he said that but just the idea of it in my head and I wanted to be able to I have daughters so of right. course I wanted them to know that you have the ability to do whatever you want to do right and I love that because it's always like when our mm. when people say that we can't do something or when we feel like we are not necessarily inadequate but it's like you want something right. you longed for this for such a long time and to have the constant door be shut in your face like no this is a male dominant industry or no 
you shouldn't be doing that or right. no you shouldn't leave your child al uh, alone because it's going to be long hours well first of all who right. are you to tell me right what I should, shouldn't not doing? once did they ask right? my husband that like, never I... did they ask him are you sure you want to leave your kid right yeah. and it's like hello 2023 people we are you know now making right. a way for our future right our children i think then a lot of times also to people, you know, just didn't see that women are entitled right. to being able Agreed. to do things that men, right? Like you know, women's rights and stuff. Um, so what in your industry now just keeps you motivated, keeps you, you know, going every single day? Because um, you said when you got out on this live, I just moved <laughs> like 15 trucks. And that to me, I'd be like, oh my gosh, and now I have to go online. But you're doing it. So what makes you so Number one is my daughters, of course. You know, I, I feel like I always have women watching me all the time. And of course, I have I have a lot of I have a lot of interest because I got pregnant at such a young age and I was really like feeling like I didn't have anybody there. So I'm motivated to get more women into this. I'm motivated actually my goal, I'm at where you don't know, you can't see where I'm at. I'm actually at the Entrepreneur Collaborative Center in Tampa, Florida. And what we do here is we work with skill sets to help young, uh, anybody, especially with young women who don't really know what they may want to do. And they're not just push the same careers all the time. I want to be a part of that movement where we can push more people into to the transportation industry earlier rather than only because their boyfriend did it or their dad may have did it but we can actually talk about it in high school that you know i think i don't know how old you are but me with our high school was just like if the girls were either cosmetologists or kind of did you know the same type of employment stuff it really wasn't any other option i want to have a program where i actually can bring the truck up to the schools and have girls get more comfortable with the vehicle so down the road it can be an option for them I love that because, again, like, so I'm 32. Okay. I have a daughter as well, just one. And, well, I'm 31. Okay. I forgot my age. I'm 31, going to be 32 this year. Um, but when I was in high school, it was very, you know, very similar. Mm -hmm. Like, I did dance or I, you know, did cheer or I was in theater. But there was, weren't, and I okay. went to a business high school. So one would think that I would have more options available mm -hmm. to me half the time excuse me yeah. and I didn't um so having that truck go to the schools and teaching these girls exactly what it's like and having them feel comfortable right. I think is so badass because honestly when I see a big truck <laughs> I'm intimidated and to be able to have learned that skill set then and kind of just just to have it I think is just absolutely amazing so I commend you on that so can can I later on link um you said it was the entrepreneur career it's center, the entrepreneur center collaborative center mm -hmm, yeah oh collaborative center okay amazing things yeah it's a big it's a great place to be especially if you want to start a business it doesn't matter where you are in that they'll help you build it from a to z I love that I love that um so what is one thing you wish you knew prior to getting into your oh career? man one thing into into getting into trucking oh man one thing i wish i knew it can huh? be multiple things. Oh, okay it can be multiple <laughs> i was gonna say it's a lot um 
One of the things I wish I had probably known is that they're not that much smarter than me. I think when I came into it, I assumed everyone just knew so much about this industry because I was so intimidated about the mechanical side of it because I didn't know that part of it. But as I got into it, I realized how outdated everyone was. They do electronics and systems is not something that's used in this industry. And it, it, it's very outdated. I'm talking about fax machines. I'm talking about everybody handwriting everything. And I'm sitting here. Yeah, it's, it's a lot. I'm a big companies, large companies, very outdated systems. I, I, I didn't notice it until you start actually going to the facilities and you realize that you're, you have, they're so big in your mind. And then when you get there and you're like, this is it. And also realizing some of the largest companies were ran by five or 10 people. In my mind, I thought they had staffing of hundreds and hundreds of people. It really is not as big as you think. So when you're wanting to get in this industry and you want to get contracts, lower the standards a little bit. It's not that serious. You can just walk in a door and get a contract. You can just Instagram somebody and get a contract. I mean, it is that simple. I was very intimidated before and felt like I had to go put on a business suit and, and just do a whole, you know, send out my resume. No, not needed. No, because no. the systems, so, so you mean systems that people have in place, right? So like in terms of what exactly? Because this is already probably like the fifth time that I've heard the word systems in different like business aspects. And to me, systems are mm -hmm. technical systems, right? So like what you're doing on your computer, how you're processing your paperwork, things like that. But different businesses use systems differently. So what exactly so, do you mean by systems? Well, technology is one for sure. Technology is absolutely a, it's just now getting there. You're starting to see more apps, but with technology, a lot of the apps are individualized. So some of the apps don't all work together. So you may have an app for to track your truck. You have another app to submit your load. You have another app to get your <laughs> to get the load. Like there's so many different because they haven't integrated a lot of the systems. So that is one of them. The other is just the system of what it takes to get a load delivered. It's really paper. It's all paper. So that is very back office in 50s, 60s type of thinking. Um, yeah. there's still, it, it's very slow. It's not like you just pull up to a Walmart facility and you think that it's Walmart. This should be easy. No, the driver still steps out the truck. There's still a lot of handwritten paperwork that needs to be done. There's still this hand signature that needs to be done, which take a lot of time. So you may be wondering what's taking right. so long for me to get this load. Drivers could be sitting waiting for 12 to 24 hours to unload. It can happen. Wow. It can definitely happen. Yeah, I, I mean, I, we, yeah, they can be sitting there waiting because there may, and after COVID, remember, a lot of people did not return to work. So we had a very, very extreme slowdown of, for manufacturing, and there was only sometimes a couple people to work the docks. They are not there yet in hiring people, and the majority of their hiring is still through staffing agencies. So... Right, right. Yeah. Which yeah, if you think about you know a staffing agency when you know back then, and you think about it now, that's a very slow process. So it makes it very hard to keep yeah. this industry moving as fast as it could be if technology was put in there. 
Wow. So what is something that you're doing for your company? So, cause yes. this is your, your company, right? That you have work. Okay. So what is a system that you are currently using that you have found works in your company that you want to rave about and highly recommend? I know you said a vast majority no. is still paper and things like that, but it is, it is slowly transitioning. Is there anything in particular that you use that you love? Um, so one thing that my drivers about. love and that I use are two different things. One is Slack. I love Slack. Slack has been an amazing communication tool. It has been a way for, for me to communicate with my drivers, to do meetings with my drivers. That's something that most drivers are not used to. I would, would do meetings either weekly or biweekly of what's going on on the road. That keeps us all together. Um, and then we also use different systems like um Asana that help us just integrate everything at once. So a lot of the software and the programs that we have, you can see it in one area versus five or six or seven different areas. Um, one, one I'll just plug because I like it so much. It's called Fleetio. Fleetio is a really good trucking transportation system as well because you can keep your maintenance logs, you can track your drivers in there, you can track your equipment. So it allows you to do multiple things in one area. That I brought those in. I had to search for those things. It was really hard to find programs like that because they're, they're just, there's not a lot of them. I, I love, love that. that. Slack is just so amazing for so many different businesses. I know I was, I had a, um, a coach, a mindset coach back last year and into this, last year yeah 2022 and it. she used slack almost always to communicate with us and it was just so <laughs> effective and like mm -hmm. we can put documents into there and we can see pictures and it was just i loved it i loved it so much um so as a woman in your industry what is one piece of advice that you would like to give to another woman who is thinking about going into the transportation industry you do it don't depend on so many other people to back you. Don't depend on a lot of support all the time or male support. And don't be afraid they're not smarter than you. So the biggest thing is, I just literally did a podcast on this yesterday. I haven't even released it yet. It is that you are your first investor. If you can't invest in it first, Amen. don't expect everybody else to. If you've got a lot of fear on it, it's not going to happen. But if you can be your first investor, and even if everybody shuts the door and says no, and you keep at it, you're going to be a success. You're going to be very successful. Allow that woman intuition, let that flow, because we have it for a reason, and it actually makes us for millionaires. It makes millionaires, you know? Our intuition is something that we have that, yeah. you know, you just can't take it away from us, use it in this industry. So any woman that comes into this is just, depend on you that's it if you get support from us it's great <laughs> i've actually i've seen a lot of women segueing into this industry um more recently i think also too and i i don't know if it's because mm -hmm. you know now they're understanding what it is and how much revenue it generates and how you said earlier easy it actually is and <laughs> You know, oh, easy hold in the on. sense of it's not as complicated. <laughs> yeah, right. No, easy in a sense of that it right. isn't as complicated right. as mm -hmm. we may be perceiving it, right? So when I think of it, 
my initial thought is, well, hold on a second. Am I going to be walking in, like you said earlier, walking into a place that has hundreds of people? Mm -hmm. But that's a misconception because there are facilities that mm -hmm. have, you know, smaller um, amounts of people working. But I think that absolutely, as a woman in any industry, a woman who is looking to start her own business, definitely, I always say it on my podcasts and also right. on my IG, just go for it, you know? Um, it's when you're most fearful of things. I always have a tendency of saying, fuck fear, right. do it scared, because mm -hmm. you literally have to show up as you are doing the things that bring you the most joy and put yourself at the forefront. Um, in my culture, a lot of it, a lot of the time it's always like, oh, well, the right. woman has to stay home and cook and clean and blah, 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 blah. Nah, mm -hmm. we're not doing that. Like, I want to be the woman who is at the forefront, you know, making the money. If I'm the breadwinner and my that's husband's it. staying home, right. that's the way it is. Like, it is what it is. So I love that piece of advice that you gave. And especially as a mom of five mm -hmm. girls and women, it is so important that, you know, you, you always give that advice and, let them know how important it is for them to pour into themselves. Um, another question I had, I don't know if I have all of them. Go away, I'm here. Um, <laughs> yes. Okay, so now that you're in this industry, now that you, you said you've been in it mm -hmm. for 13 years, for 13 years, where do you see yourself moving through the Absolutely would be in the school systems. Um, I, I see myself taking this to have programs for young girls and even I'm, I'm listen, I'm open to young guys as well to have this for them as well. But I really want to take the fear away like we talked about and to be able to have this work to help people actually start a business. My passion has always been finance, always helping people understand their money. That is the course that I actually have out with Under Logistical Live that we're launching. A big part of that course is budget calendars. We actually built a whole part of that course in understanding your money. So in order for people to see their vision, they need to be able to see where their money is so that they can move it all the way through. So my goal is to be able to get in the high schools here in Florida, uh, especially I'm starting here in Tampa. I'm already working that out. <laughs> um, and then, of course, into the colleges that this can be an actual part of the curriculum, that would be a bigger goal, to see them break the truck down more than just driving it. So that, because there's a lot of men too who drive truck and are scared about the mechanical side of it. Well, what happens if I am on the side of the road and I do break down, I don't understand this machine. Uh, we won't be teaching us a, a, a diesel class, but at least for them to understand the ins and outs of what they're pointing to and what they're looking at so that they can be safer on the road. And if we can get that education in earlier, then as they get into the transportation to get a CDL, they're confident. They already understand those things. We've played with it a little right. bit. That's my biggest goal right now. And I'm looking already to bring trucks up to the schools. I want to drive them up there. Um, our logo, I don't know if you can see it. I love my Desi Rose logo is two ladies on the side of a truck. <laughs> so yes. we bring up the trucks. All my trucks have that logo on it and to bring it so they can kind of see themselves and be like, oh, that's me. That's me. Right. Yeah. 
I love that. I love that. Somebody in the comments wrote, love this, educate youth and give right. them something useful. Exactly. I think that that's so important because, you know, in the school systems, you have all of these classes. I think I was reading something earlier that said, name one <laughs> subject or thing in school that you learn that you're using now today in your like everyday life. Just Very the percentages for my discount. To name something. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. But now with technology, right. we have right. we don't even need that, right? Because like I know my phone, for example, does like a cap like the calculator when I go out to no. eat at a restaurant, I can figure out on my calculator how to dip. I'm like, what? So definitely right. giving them something useful, something that they can actually, you know, if it's a career decision that they're making to get into the field of transportation, educating right. them from young um, and mm -hmm. paving the way for them. And, for and sure, just what I want to sure. say this and also let them know um, that there are many women that take their kids in the truck, babies. There are a lot of companies that will let you take infants with you. And if you own it, you can take them. So I've seen people being raised in the truck. So don't let having a child keep you from being over the road. And you can also drive local too. You, a driving truck does not mean always over the road. Okay. See, I like that. That's something definitely mm -hmm. that I, w I didn't know. Um, because again, the misconception, if you're a truck driver, you have to drive mm -hmm. far distances, but that isn't always the case. And so you touched on if you're a mom and you have a, an infant, you, can, oh, yeah. you know, a lot of children are raised in the truck. How do you think, is it something that you went through? Did you have your children in the trucks with you? And how did you feel that that impacted? I did not have my girls because by the time we started into it, they were a little bit older, they were already in school. And so their dad started over the road. Also, my girls, eh. <laughs> no. <laughs> They they would be on the highway somewhere, um, not mine. Uh, no no no. But I I know quite a few women that do it. Um, so I've seen I know men that do it as well. They actually homeschool in their trucks. There's a lot of programs that allow you to do that. The homeschool on the road. They even map out you know where they're gonna stop at locations. A lot of them have a lot of people don't realize they use uh, gym memberships like Anytime Fitness because they have the showers, they're pretty clean, like life could be the, the big one. So they take their children in there versus going to um, a truck stop. So it's a little bit cleaner. So they already have it planned out. There's a lot of hotels that offer day rates. So if they do need to stop and do things, they have those options. So there's, there's more to it than just, I think that's the other thing I want to take out of it. It's not some dirty job. Trucking is not a dirty job. It, you know, you have very professional people. You have women who used to be nurses women that used to be teachers that come into this industry and they're amazing. They do a great job. I love that. I love that. So it's like basically also too about building. Do you think that there's a sense of community building in this industry? Um, I know that you have your podcast. How are you, are you considering building a community? Do you, do you already have a community of women in the industry? I do not yet, but I am, that. I do want that. Yes, absolutely. That's one of the next goals that we're working on now. There are communities already there. There's women in trucking, there's uh, lady truckers. There's qu quite a few communities already out there. Everyone's a little different, you know, just you have to find the one that works best for you. However, I think what I want more is on the education piece. There's education once you get, for those communities, that's usually once you already have your CDL. 
but there's not a lot prior to it to even right so there's not a lot that's going to get you comfortable a lot of people are thrown into it and unfortunately majority of the trainers when you start a job are male so you can imagine the thing that they don't understand that women are dealing with over the road <laughs> and they may not stop for you <laughs> they may tell you have to keep going right. so that's a big deal they're trying to hire i think right now we're trying to push for more women to become trainers that's a, a lot of the schools are predominantly male mm -hmm. uh, okay okay see that's another thing that i think is super important right. the education piece because without education, how can you really expect somebody and to do the job of something? That's what they're not. Yeah, right. right. And they're right. not. Or they're quitting. They're not going to Right, right. Um, so how can we find you? Like, what are your links? What are your social handles? Like, if somebody's interested, <laughs> in, interested in the industry and they want to, you know, reach out to so you, I'm on, uh, how can they Instagram on at Logistical Lies, and I'll put it in the comments too, it's at Logistical Lies. Also, at I am Miranda J. So logistical is just how I spell logistical, then lies. And I call it logistical lies because there's a lot of misinformation in this industry. So <laughs> I, I literally put it out there so you understand, expect that to happen. Um, I'm also on Facebook, which is under Desi Rose Logistics, which is the name of the trucking company. Uh, so if you want to find me, you're there. I'm I'm pretty open. You can search me. I've been around for a while. Miranda Johnson. If you look me up, you'll find me. Uh, <laughs> I don't think I'm that hard to find. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, no. But I think it's, you know, I just wanted to ask because I feel like it's Absolutely. important if somebody has questions about the industry. I know that we've gotten quite a few women who have got, have seen this segment now. Right. Um, and I just want them to have access to you to ask all of the questions that maybe they're thinking and are kind of too shy to ask a male, um, or maybe they know of somebody who's mm -hmm. interested in getting into the industry, um, but just don't know how that education right. piece, right. right? That piece of like, I can go to her. I know she knows something that's going to get me started. I think that's so important. Um, I mean, I, I don't have any more questions. I, I just want to say thank you for one enlightening me on this whole industry because even the little bit of information that you gave me i honestly had no idea that it was this one complex right. but also diverse um in a sense that it's not predominantly mm -hmm. male driven it is so the when you sent me a request that you were getting on to this live and wanted to participate, I was like, this is dope. Let's do it. Yeah. Let's start the conversation because I know how effective it can be and how many other women may be thinking about a career change. Um, and this is probably so. the end for them. So I, I appreciate you. I appreciate you. Do you have you know, any questions I, I for me? I honestly appreciate you doing this as well. And I'm, I'm really grateful to have, I, I love, I wouldn't look at your line. I think you have an amazing clothing line. I had to send my friends at it right away. But just my thing is, is I just hope you just continue to do this because I think it's very important and it's needed. And it's, we're, we're behind in it, but we're going to catch up. So I'm excited about, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I'm absolutely. Just, Absolutely. So I, I think you're just doing a great job and I had a lot of fun. I'm, I'm ready to, we have to do it again. And you have to come on mine. I'd love for you to come on because I talk to women yes. all the time about all different industries. And it's just really nice to keep 
having this conversation about what it looks like to be a woman sometimes in a male dominated field and still or just to be the first in your family to break the chain and and actually move forward and make some money right <laughs> um right. so as far as yeah i did i did tell her that i did what <laughs> <laughs> <One> shirt to get <laughs> Yes, you can shop Zot Collections by Lonnie over on Instagram. Um, if anybody, I'm going to actually open it up to anybody who's watching. If you have any questions for Miranda, drop it in the comments. Um, I'm sure she's more than happy to answer all of your questions or, or thoughts or anything. Anything you'd like to ask her, go ahead, drop it in the comments. Let's see if we get some people to start the conversation. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> right. But yeah, so I actually started Collections by Lani oh. back in 2021. Um, and it was in an effort because 2021? Yeah, 2021 because of the pandemic. And I was like, I need to make mm -hmm. money and I need to make money fast. And I know a lot of people are like, oh, get into an industry that you love, right? Get into something that you're so happy with. Um, but for me, it was it was really the money. And then this interaction and motivating women kind of took off because it's always been ingrained in me um but I'll say oh, no, no, I no no i would love to hear that because <laughs> i i get the opportunity on my podcast as well i just interviewed the vp one of the vps of suncoast bank and she's an amazing woman and she does lots of with business development as well and to, to talk to her i realized that it doesn't matter if you own a business or not if you especially if you you're in a business that you are working with a company and you decide to go all the way up the ladder, you're very invested. And that investment can feel like it's your baby, right. just like this business is my baby. So you'll end up doing, putting yourself out there and taking a lot of time for it. And I just, I love to see women of all walks of life doing this. And I got to interview her and not only did she give us insight into the banks and what credit unions do and the, and the benefits of credit unions, especially for minorities, um, it was able to talk to her about right. what it looks like in the day of her life. So someone like you, is a, it's not just trucking. It's just getting out there and facing that fear. Um, and like, like you like to have your word for fear. Mine is false evidence appearing real. Like it's just, it's, yeah, that's mine. I have to keep that in my head all the time. I'm writing that down. <laughs> I love that. I love that. I love that. False evidence appearing real. I absolutely love that because it mm -hmm. kind of gives a different perspective as well. You know what I mean? Um, but yes, well, thank you so, 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 so much. Um, this episode will also be airing tomorrow um, on my podcast, Life in Her Perspective, and it's streaming on Spotify, Apple Podcasts as well. Um, so you guys can, if you weren't able to join in and watch us, you can listen um, today, 120 or tomorrow, whatever. <laughs> you can listen in. Um, but Miranda, thank you so, so, so much. We'll be sure to go ahead and link all of your social handles in the comments. And I just really appreciate you taking the time. Hopefully you don't have to move Not any yet. more trucks. Um, but if you do, <laughs> if you you do girl go continue to be badass continue to be a powerhouse you are yeah. absolutely beautiful amazing and everything that you're doing is all up from
from here, girl. It's all up from here. Success oh, is sending you that. all the positive vibes. Thank you so much. <laughs> no questions here. Uh, just proud of my cousin and all the things she's doing with women. She's been a hard worker her whole life. Aww. It's awesome to see her and her business only go up Thank from here. Exactly. <laughs> that is so beautiful. I love that. And you know what's so funny is you're from you're in Florida. I'm actually all the way wow. in Connecticut. So this connection is like girls. And so just that fast. It happened less than a week. Yeah. Just that fast. Yeah. <laughs> right? right. I love it. And now you've got a forever friend. Right. Forever and thank you, cousin. <laughs> oh, <laughs> your cousin. <laughs> All right, hon. Well, it was nice All right, bye. Have you. Have a good one. Thanks. Bye. You too. Bye.